We live. What's going down? Let's just welcome to the lounge. You you in the cannabis lounge, the pay like you wait podcast. Bless the DJ and Mr. Lounge himself. What's up with the people? Man, day another day. How's everybody going? You know, man, we get ready to celebrate this Memorial Day, you know, Memorial Day weekend, getting everything in place. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the holiday, man. You know, it's probably going to be pretty different with, with everything going on with the coronavirus and with everybody's social distancing. It ain't going to be the quite the same Memorial Day weekend, but hopefully we get back to some type of, you know, normal of what we used to do. Shit, man, all you gotta do is throw a barbecue in the backyard, man. Fuck all that other shit. You know, but I'm used to getting out mingling with family. You know, this is the time you kind of come close to family and, you know, get together with your loved ones and, and just reach out to people, you know. Yeah. Back up, yeah. back in the day, I remember my grandma, she used to take me out to the grave sites and, you know, put flowers on the graves and, you know, just kind of remember the ones we lost. That part. Man, little, little fun, interesting fact, man. Did you know uh, black people was the first people to ce- celebrate Memorial Day? So I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, let me give you a little background on that, man. Uh, the day after the Civil War ended, which was the Civil War, for those that don't know, was the battle between the North and the South. Uh, they say it was over slavery, but really it was over money. But uh, yeah, the day after the Civil War ended, the blacks in the South uh, held a memorial celebration for all the black soldiers that had perished in the fight of the Civil War. And from that, it became an American tradition. But it's originally so, a black holiday. So we started that. We started that. This is this is fact. This is not opinion. Anybody could Google and look it up. When, when and where was the first Memorial Day held and by whom? And it'll uh, definitely give you all that info if you really want to know. Dodge right. just bless the listeners with a little, little history fact, though. That's powerful, man. That's powerful. Just, you know, to know that our culture is, you know, the ones that created something like that. Yeah, and it's, and it's the day that the, the whole country celebrates now. Right, right. It's Impact. a federal holiday. The banks and everybody will be closed on Monday. Yeah, yeah, that's truly impactful, bro. Truly impactful. That's great knowledge. I'm glad you didn't know that. I did. Yeah, a little piece of game for the, for, the, for the culture. Just a little piece of game for the culture. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, today in the lounge, man, you know, we got a little Casper OG. We got a little Wedding Crashers. We got a little Breath Work. Most of these are uh, Indicas or uh, hybrids, you know. But they all have packed their weight in, the, in their own individual type way. Especially the Casper OG. It's a rare type indica. It's hard to find. It's a cross between uh, Face Off OG and Ghost OG. Which you blend those two together and you get Casper OG, which is, man, it's one of those ones you gotta try. Yeah, man, I definitely gotta look into that. It's Casper OG, man. What was that other the, strand you had named? It kind of had a crazy name. The Wedding Crasher. Now, that, that's definitely one if you want to you know spike your friends up and try to let them experience something that they never really smoked and try to you know bring something new to the party then wedding crashers is definitely the one you want to go to it's a hybrid also but it's it's strong and powerful it's one of those gassy smells you know it's definitely they don't know it's lit when you fire it up word word and 
and then the other one is uh breathwork. It's the that's the also. I was I, I was yeah that's the crazy name I was looking for breathwork. Yeah. What is that? Breath. Now breathwork is an indica. It's a hybrid also. Uh, it's a cross between Mendo breath and grateful breath. And now once you create those two cross strands together, you get uh breathwork, which is super tasteful, brother. I mean it's like it's like tasting you know a, a good piece of candy and it gives you this type of energy a childlike energy you know that's definitely for those people who like to just sit out and just relax this is one that's gonna get you up and get you moving and active definitely want to go i need to be smoking yeah definitely looking like to work at active man especially nowadays man you know we're becoming more independent and more entrepreneurial i gotta keep moving yeah, you can find all these uh, these strands in your, your local dispensary here in OKC at uh, the Joint. You know, look those guys up. Follow them on Instagram at thejoint.com Cannabis Club. You know, check them out and, and see what you like. Right. Yeah, man. I'm I'm looking forward. I'll be I'll be down there soon, man. Have a little trip to take, man. Here a couple weeks from now. So yeah, I'm gonna be definitely uh, doing a little shopping. Yes, you know, that's stay tuned, you know. All my listeners, you know what I'm saying? If y'all want to know the best strands that's out there right now, you can also follow my page on uh, cannabis underscore lounge. And definitely go in there, and I'm always reaching for the top shelf. So if you're one of those experienced smokers, definitely you want to tune into my page and know what's hot pop. That's a fact. That's a fact. So, man, let's 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 get into some some, some trending topics on this week, man. Uh Shout out to, to the government, the the feds, you know, uh, the guy who 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 trailed the, the two killers of Ahmad Aubrey, the guy who was filming, was arrested this week and charged with murder and attempt kidnapping. Which is which is likely so. I believe he should have. You know, we had spoke on this before, and I feel like you know. Too many of us in this generation are spectators when crime is being committed. We want to pull our phones out and record when we need to be acting. That part. But but you but through that video, you can actively tell that he was there to record. He knew what was gonna happen. Yeah. It wasn't no spread yeah. moment shit with him. Yeah. Yeah, that was his that was his main objective is to record this young man and his death. You know, and and, and I feel like he should be prosecuted as just as well as the people who shot him. Right. Right, man. So shout out to the, you know, we still don't know what what this gonna come from, what's gonna come of this, you know, because they the, ju- the justice system got to do its its due diligence, and everybody got to is entitled to a fair trial in America. So we still waiting on the outcome, and these things could take a year, two years, ain't no telling. But the fact that they, that those people were charged, that's a good sign, you know, because uh, bro was walking around free for a long time. Well, they all had been walking around free. You know, the internet yeah. had, had just caught this, but the crime was actually committed back in February. So yeah, they're just really shining a light on it and bringing these uh, criminals to justice, bro. And, and I think it's about time, man, for sure. Let's let's hang some of these folks that's you know that's riding riding these coattails of these white folks that's you know trying to say they wasn't in the crime and you were the one recording. You're just as guilty, just like you know what I'm saying they say you know you're guilty by association. Oh yeah, you know, and we 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 touched on that on the last podcast when uh, we were speaking on him and his lawyer was saying that he was too dumb to uh, to really stand stand trial, and we we spoke on how they treat the young black males in America. They the, the the justice system says your ignorance is not 
absolve you of your crime. Yeah, yeah, straight up. So that's that's not that's not a card for him to play either, just because he's a white man. He cannot be ignorant of the to Blame it on the redneck school system. If that's the case, we we all black males in the in the urban uh, in the urban uh, areas get that passed because our, our some of our schools are the lowest, you know, on on the pole. Yeah. So we're we're, we're, coming, out, we're coming out that stand. We're coming out, you know without the education that we need to move forward. So definitely we should be given the, the pass if anybody should. True. That's true right there, man. That's true. So yeah, man, we just wanted to shout out the government in Georgia, the FBI for doing their job and, uh, you know, at least tr- uh, bringing these guys and, and um, charging them with the crimes that they committed. Now, we, got, we, we still got to see what's going to happen from that, but that's a step in the right direction. You know, and I mean, at least they calling them out and letting them know that they're being charged. You know, so that, that's a step. Yeah, I'll take that. Definitely. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's a lot. It's been a lot going on this week, man. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of shit going on this week. It's been a major week, bro. You know, I thought we was gonna get another round of the stimulus, but I guess they turned that down and. and uh, and the, I guess, you know, in the process of getting that moving forward. Oh, man, did you hear what they're talking about with the unemployment? Now, what's the deal on that? Man, uh, so uh, the guy who's over that, that department for the federal government, he says he's going to end the federal aid for unemployment. So there's an extra 600 that everybody's been getting. That's going to end in July. And then he also says that any job that calls their workers back and the workers don't come, they want them to report those workers to the government and they're going to take them off unemployment. Oh, so those people that's just choosing not to return to work will get their unemployment cut. Correct. Okay. Well, that, yeah, that, I, you know. It, I, it makes sense. I, like, you know, I'm with, I'm with the working force right now. I'm still working. I've been working through this whole corona ordeal. And I've been... I'm right with you. Yeah, definitely. I'm right with you. I've been working straight through it too, man. I haven't had stay break. home. We back in. We back in the yeah. cannabis lounge with the Pay Like You Wait podcast. Now, where we was at? Yeah, we was at. Uh, I was talking about the unemployment and how they mm-hmm. pass those benefits up in July. Or they're trying to, yeah. the Republicans. Mm. Which I think, yeah, it's rightfully so for those people that's just trying to, you know, take that time off and just sit at home. Everybody don't have that choice and that luxury. So I definitely feel like those who can work should. Right, man. We, yeah, that's. I feel you on that, man. You got we got you have to play like you wait podcast, man. We gonna speak the real fuck how you feel. You know, I know a lot of you niggas want to sit on your ass, but hey, man, it's time to get back to it. I feel you. I definitely feel you. Yeah, man. So yeah, man. So they uh, so they they in works on that. But I I do think that uh, America needs one more stimulus. You know. I mean, yeah, just to get the country back in order, you know, and, and everything back to flowing. I think another round would definitely stimulate the country enough to get everything back up and flowing. Yeah, I'm I'm down with that. 
but I, 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 I agree that, you know, some people who can, who try not to work should be back to work. Or if you don't want to go back to work, you might should suffer a little penalty, you know? Yeah, you shouldn't get to sit at home and, and, and collect unemployment. You know, I feel like that's along the lines of those people who like to sit at home and collect the welfare checks or, or you know, feed off the government. You know, when you're an able body, you can work, but you choose not to. Yeah, I could dig that. I could dig that. So, man, yeah, you know, uh, you know, we touched on politics a little bit. We touched on the Ahmad Arbery situation. RP to him and uh, condolences to his family, as we always say here. You know, because uh, that's definitely a situation we uh, keeping our ears to the ground for. You know, uh, let's talk about Joe Budden with the Joe Budden podcast turning down a $10 million deal. When I read that and I had seen that, I thought that was absurd, bro, because, you know, I'm thinking this is the level you want to get to, right? You know, I'm thinking, you know, in, in, in the craft that you're creating, this is the point where you want to, you want people to buy in. And I thought that was the concept of it, you know, but I, I understand, you know, you don't want to lose the craft of your work. You know, I get that, you know, I, I, but at I, the same, I think he was holding it out. That's ten million dollars. That's ten million dollars. But see, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give you some game that some 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 other news you could use that just that just happened this week. Let me hear it. So you, I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, but the Joe Rogan podcast, the White Boy, which I, I listened to it uh, faithfully. I'm a listener of, uh, of the Joe Rogan podcast. I'm a, a fan of his work, you know. But uh, Spotify just gave him a hundred million dollars exclusive deal. A hundred million dollars. Yeah, to talk shit. Now that, now that, now that's a different price ticket. Yeah, man, that's a different type of ticket. That's a different type of ticket, man. What you think about that? Now, uh, you know, is that is that a racial is that a racial you know inequality type deal, or is that you know based on the the, the level of work? You know, you know, what's the difference there? You know, because I'm not really familiar with you know Joe Rogan. And I'm just really getting tuned into the Joe Button, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know, bro. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like ten million dollars is worth it, but a hundred, a hundred million dollars is is showing me my worth. Yeah. You know. That's, so that's why I was going to say. My- that's why I was going to say about Button, Joe Button, uh, holding out on the ten mil because he got to know. You know, he, I think he had a, a inkling of what was about to come. And uh, he, he knew that, you know, now his his, his company would probably be worth more than the 10 mil they offered him. He'd probably get upwards about 20 or 20 to 30. Uh, yeah, you're never supposed to jump out on the first deal, you know. If somebody offers you something on the, on the first place, you are, you're all not always supposed to jump out and take the first place. Hold out because you don't know what's the next plate coming. And it's probably going to be bigger than that plate because you turned that plate down. So they have to increase it. Word. Yeah, so yeah, that next play, I'm, I'm sure he gonna, he gonna damn near max out. Yeah, I mean, that's smart. That's definitely a smart move, you know? And that's strategic in his part, you know? Knowing your work, that's that's one thing that you really have to be tuned in with, knowing, you know, the power of your craft. Yeah. And how, I, and, and how it can affect people and how much that costs. Yeah, definitely. 
Yeah, much much respect to them brothers, man. Uh, I know uh, Joe Rogan has been around running his podcast for at least the last eight to ten years, and uh, Joe Budden, they, they they're like five years in. So the brothers put the work in, they built the audience, and you know now they they, they receiving the fruits of the labor. Yeah, so it's only it's only dude, man. It's respect. And I feel like it's respect thing, you know. But I don't know about such a big difference between ten million and a hundred million because I feel like you know who, who's the most beneficial, you know, who, who's the most impactful. So uh, you know, and I'm just really tuning in to both these guys. So I'm, it's gonna take me a while to really just get to a you know a side to pick a side, man. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I feel you on that all the way. You know, what I mean, they had to. Uh... Had to pick a side, you know. But uh, the the Joe Rogan deal, it's a Spotify exclusive deal, so he won't be uh, no longer posting his podcast in entirety on on YouTube. One reason for the deal, a little backstory on it, is because uh, if you know, if anybody knows anything about YouTube and uh, these these platforms that we're given these days to um, show our talent and express ourselves on, a lot of them. They're, they're becoming uh, very censored. And they don't want you to talk about certain things when it comes to uh, politics or the coronavirus or different things that concern the government. They're, they're censoring those, they're censoring and blocking those um, podcasts on YouTube from uh, doing those things. And uh, so- Which is a platform to have freedom of speech, which I feel like we all should have freedom of yeah, speech. Yeah, and that's what if they I stand for. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I feel like you shouldn't block it or censor it. You should okay it. That's that's what your platform is built for. Correct. I guess all the advertising dollars is getting to their head. Yeah, you know. At the end of the day it boils down to a money thing, you know? Yeah, definitely, definitely. And they they're they're, they're trying to I guess YouTube feels like they're protecting their brand or their their advertising dollars by allowing censorship to go on and take place with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. You know, I do get it. You know, I get it. Everything, you know, I feel like these platforms are built, you know, for people to, you know, display their emotions and, and, and their opinions and, and how they feel about certain things. But at the same time, you got to understand that these are platforms that everybody have access to. Anybody can look at it. Not just, you know, your friends, but friends, friends, the government, the police, the FBI, all these people have access to these platforms that can see what you're posting, which which leads me to, to my uh, my understanding of what's going on with Pussy, Look, Pussy and his problem with uh, and put up on the internet. Now we heard that oh, they got the social house to investigate. Right. Yep, yep. You definitely got to be careful what you post. And uh, I always was taught, you know, growing up in the streets, man, don't say nothing you don't want to play back in court. Yeah, you know, you got to you gotta protect yourself, you know, in that aspect of putting too much content out there that can be misinterpreted or not understood the way you meant to put it out. Right. Yeah, man. I'm right now. I'm smoking on some OG, keeping it, you know, keeping it, keeping it throwback and simple, man. Simple OG, but this shit blowing, blowing back. Yeah, you can't go wrong with the OGs, man. You know, I had an old partner tell me you really want a hard hitting, 
you know, strand, you got you, you got to stick with the OGs. You know what I'm saying? And I was trying to tell them, you know, I'm 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 part of the new school. You know, I'm, I'm more with the cookies. I, you know, I'm a cookie fan. You know, yeah, the I'm, cookies I'm is the truth. Yeah, I'm a fan of all things cookies. You know, and he was gonna give me the rundown. You know that the you know the, the if you want your most impactful, you got to go for your strong OGs. Right, right. Yeah, OG's been keeping me straight for at least a good decade. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? And I, and I couldn't argue. Maybe longer. You know? Yeah, because I, I couldn't argue. Show my age. He was definitely he was definitely right on with the OG's, man. But, you know, I, I, I'm still part of the new school. I, I'm a fan of the cookies, man. Anything cookies, I, I like to get my hands on it. Hey, so we, we tapped in last, last week. We were talking about... Or the, Earlier in the week, last week, we were talking about the battle that was going to come up between Luda and Nelly. Did you get a chance to check it out? I missed that battle, bro. I had some things going on, you know, trying to get the lounge and things running up and get shut, shut up. But uh, how did that go? How did it turn out? It turned out Luda won, but uh, Nelly represented, but he had... He had the, the Teddy Roddy difficulties. His audio was kind of off. His Wi-Fi wasn't jumping. You know. Yeah. He had a few technical difficulties that, that hindered him from really, really stealing his natural ability. Now, and that's what I had said in the comment, bro. You know that I, I thought Luke. We lost you for a second. You are you coming back in though? Luda said, Luda had some bangers that he played, and he was very consistent in his battle, man. He, he kept coming with the, he like he studied. He knew exactly what he wanted to play. Nelly played some records that I didn't hear before, and, uh, you know, they just didn't hit the same way. But it, it was cool. It was cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and that was a good, that was a good matchup, I believe. You know, but, yeah, you know, I think I that was a dope matchup. They came out around the same time, you know, and they both were radio. Both of those guys had radio hits like their whole career. Yeah, and that's why I felt like you would give him a good fight, but I don't think he would be able to just really go toe to toe with Luda, you know, because Luda he's had, he, he he's a hit maker, you know, that's what he does. That's 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 the avenue in the, in the business that he's in. You know, Nelly, but he creates good music. He creates. Yeah, the pretty boy does. You know, right now I can't think of her. He killed it. Nelly uh, killed it when he put up his diamond plaque. Yeah. When he put that diamond plaque up, Luda didn't have an answer for that one. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Nelly, one of the only rappers to, to ever go diamond. Yeah. Probably only a handful. I, I don't. I don't think it's. I think it's Eminem, Pac, and Nelly. I don't know. No, maybe a Jay Z record, but I don't know anybody else. Yeah, I don't know, bro. I, I just feel like, yeah, I feel like Luda would definitely, you know, get him get the. Yeah, yeah. Towards the end, yeah, he got a longer catalog of hits. Yeah, it was a dope battle, though. It was good to see them brothers. They talking about they might do a collab album. Now, that would be good. Now, I would definitely want to tune into that one. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm pretty sure they would create some hits and, and some memories right there. 
Yeah, this week, I, I think, I don't think it'll be that many people tuned in this week, but just because they're doing the Jamaican artists, but they got the 112 versus Jagged Edge that's supposed to be uh, jumping off Monday, Labor Day. Now that's gonna be dope right there. Now those those are two that I done had in my CD players back to back, you know what I'm saying? So that's, that's gonna be a definitely banger. Man, when you try to get some cut ups, if you grew up in the 90s, you gotta stop. Oh, yeah, one club that was getting played. Yeah, you gotta throw that on, man. If you're trying to set the mood just right back then, you, you got to throw the 112 on. <coughs> Real talk. You know what I'm saying? You gotta let them know. Now, you gotta beat me in the bedroom. 112 had the hits. 112 had the hits, but I think Jagged Edge had better singers. Yeah. But 112 was very well produced by, by Diddy, and they always had them hits that was just classic. <laughs> yeah, man, you can't go wrong with those, boy. You put them on, you definitely gonna get you some ass tonight. You know what I'm saying? Panty dropping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. For those, for those fellas and for my listeners out there that have trouble selection when you're trying to woo your lady, definitely throw back to the 112. She might not be too familiar with it, but she'll pick up on, on the lyrics and, and, and the and the and the vibe of it real quick. Throw them records. Yeah, on. she gonna catch that vibe. Yeah, she gonna catch the vibe. So throw one of those on and that definitely get the mood started and, and at least get the flame lit and you can turn it up as you want. Yeah man. Yeah so I'm gonna be checking that out Monday. I, I've really been tuning in to these versus joints. I'm I'm a music lover, you know. Uh, of course, you know, I'm a DJ, but yeah, man, I've really been tuning in. It's been some, uh, it's been cool to go back in time and listen to these cuts, you know, that, that made, I wouldn't say an impact on your life, but they left an impression and then they, they take you back to almost to what you was doing when that record was out, you know what I'm saying? Like that Nelly and Luda battle had me in my early 2000 bag, you know, I was fresh out of high school. A lot of things going on yeah straight up but they anytime you played them it was a fun time yeah it yeah. wasn't no drama shit, you know it was it was probably some bitches around you know yeah it, it, cool vibe. cool vibes you know what i'm saying back then music was like you know what i'm saying it was like a playlist to to, to a young man's life you know I, I yeah go, you I play certain shit. yeah play certain shit during when depending on your mood and depending on what you was doing and planning to do. Yeah, exactly, exactly, you know, and, and I feel like still to this day, music is impactful like that. I can be in a bad mood and throw some music on and, it, and it'll, it'll change up my whole, you know, outlook of the day just by, you know, a certain record I put on or a certain, you know, you know, artist I go to. And, and, and I'm glad you said that because we have to be mindful of things like that because we can also put on records and they have amplified whatever move we may have been in. Yeah, you know, it, it works both ways. Yeah, both ways. Yeah. Words. Yeah, it's very powerful, man. And people don't know words are powerful. And uh, yeah. and it's, it's you know whatever you speak is it has possibility. Yeah, you. That's the most powerful thing we have. If you speak it, then most likely it's probably going to happen because that's what you're portraying. That's what you're. That's what you're putting out there in the world. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, uh, I seen you. Have, have you heard the new Migos joint with uh, NBA Youngboy? I definitely tuned into that one, man. I think it's a high track, man. I definitely want to hear more. I think it's a 
back through. It left me wanting more. I agree. It left me wanting more. It felt like I agree. It, felt, it felt like chicken and potatoes. They go I together. Like, I was like, where's the gravy? You know what I'm saying? It felt like chicken and potatoes, but where's the gravy? I, I wanted more. For real. But them, they make a they that do well the Migos with, with NBA Youngboy, it sounded like like it mixed right. Yeah, it did. That's why I was like, it was a nice blend. You know, some artists when they come together, it don't really mesh well. But then some, you know, it get together and it's just like, you know, sugar and Kool-Aid. It, it's perfect. Yeah, man. I so I I, I really I was digging that record. I'm not gonna I don't think it's a well, it could be depending on promotion, a radio hit, but it's definitely a hit. Now I don't know how, like, if it's a big, it'd be a big radio song, I, but that's definitely I, a hit. I definitely look for it to be a, a summer anthem, you know, or you know, or at least a summer jam for sure. Heavy rock, not, you know, definitely pumping out of people's. Yeah, yeah, it got that vibe. Yeah, I was digging that record. Did you hear about it? Yeah, man. I heard some news that Quavo had just uh, applied for the graduating class. Yeah, man, I seen that, man. I, I, uh, you know, I'm, I got mixed feelings about that. I'm glad he did that and he got his high school diploma, but I don't think he should have celebrated it at his, at his age. You know what I mean? You know, I don't think he should have put that put it out there to the whole world it wasn't you know that's I'm, that's good for you nigga but you just got a high school diploma nigga you could have bought that bitch i don't know i mean yeah i, I kind of feel the same way you know what i'm saying but at the same time i guess he's trying to portray a message to the young guys that you, you don't have to quit you can always go back you know what i'm saying and finish because it, a lot of us you know young black males we get in situations where we say, you know, forget high school or forget school and, and we go about on another path and we don't never pick that book back up. Which, you know, those right. those are tools you need to move forward and you know, just just so you can be a productive adult. I, I I dig it from that that standpoint, but I think that's something that needs to be accomplished at a very young age. I think these I think we need to start teaching the youngins. You know that that it's important to uh, to graduate from school, yeah. to go to college and figure out what you want to do. You know to start that business early. Don't wait till you, you're thirty. You don't have to wait. You, you can do it now. And I, you know, so like I said, I had double feelings about it. I, I feel them posting it, and, and but if it's a clout chase, I really can't fuck. I with mean, it. yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. I feel like it shouldn't have been put up you know on such a high pedestal that that you're graduating you know high school and you know you at this point in your life I so like, got, if it would have been a college degree i kind of would have felt I, I ain't gonna lie i'd have felt different i've been proud of that but you being a black man that's 30 28 to 30 years old that's nothing to be celebrated to me but i understand you your life been on a roller coaster you've been in the music business and you ain't had time to go back and now you, you, you did the corona, you sat there and you probably did a, a month worth of classes and got your diploma. I feel like that was a good move for him. You know, he spent his time wisely during that down period, you know, instead of, you know, being idle, just being on, on school. 
you know, something that, you know what I'm saying, something that you have, you know, put down in the past and something that you had really needed to pick back up. So I applaud him for that, but I don't think he should, you know, put it on such a hot pedestal at, at that point in your life. You know, that's something that you should have already accomplished. That's like saying, you know, he just got his license or something. You know, that's not something that you Word. just want to applaud at that point. Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, I, I don't want, I know how people look at our culture. I don't want that message to be overly portrayed, and I definitely don't want young brothers thinking, well, I could just do it when I'm 30. Quavo did. I do this rap shit first. We back in. We live in the Cannabis Lounge in the Pay Like You Wake podcast. Man, we was just doing oh, that Quavo. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I'm glad you gave, you gave perspective. On it, yeah, it is. It's a cool thing that bro got his got his uh, diploma, man. Congratulations! But I just don't. I know how white folks are sitting there looking at like, good job, nigga. You're thirty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you know, what I'm saying that's something you should have been accomplished. You know, what I'm saying you know, like you're taking baby steps in life. You know, and, and I feel like you know. I mean, he got something that, that everybody is, is, is chasing that bag. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I, I feel it, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you have to put things off and pick things back up later, yeah. you know? So I applaud that, but I don't feel like man, you should put it on such a pedestal and say, look at me. Yeah, yeah, now if you now you got that high school diploma and you'd have jumped in college and said, I'm gonna try to smash through and get my, even my just two year degree and I'm gonna promote that to these black kids. Now if he double back and he, he still could do it. Hopefully he hear, he hear this podcast and he double back and knock out a two-year degree and say, yeah, young black males, I graduated college too. And see, let me touch on something with you. Let me ask your opinion on this because I had, was up late one night and I, I had my lady, she was up watching, I think it was growing up hip hop or something. And I had, you know, was getting ready to lay down and I caught a little glimpse of, uh, I guess it was one of Young Money's artists and this other artist and they was having a discussion, and they was laughing about. Uh, yeah, I think you're talking about Lil Swiss or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and they was they was bagging on Romeo Master P son about doing the ICDC college commercials and, and kind of you know making a joke of it as like you know look at this clown, you know. And I was and I and, and Master P before you know I had laid down I had caught a glimpse of him saying so what do you want him to be out here doing selling drugs or advertising you know you know sneakers or something you know he, he's promoting education in, in in the young black communities what's wrong with that yeah that's why is that a laughing matter why is that a laughing matter and, and that made me think you know I, I didn't get to watch the rest of the episode of how it went down but that just made me think you know the way we think as as the generation of, of uh, young black men and in, in this hip hop industry, that education is something to be laughed at. Real talk. And that's that's one thing. That's one thing we gotta we gotta. And I'm gonna say it. You know, I'm a street guy. I came from the streets. But black men, we have to take back manhood and what it means to be a man and to be a black man because. The, the problem and the reason why those young brothers felt comfortable bragging on him for doing something positive 
especially not just a positive act, but a positive act for his community, for his people. And and is and is producing money. He got a check for that, so it's not just like he's you know yeah. you know I heard the promoting you they, know, anything the for, why, for no money. They, the reason why they felt it was it was plausible to to bag on him and make fun of it is because in our in our community we've let drugs and rap and things of that nature kind of take over. Uh, what it is to be a man or, or your rightful passage in the manhood. It's almost like to be, that's why I say a lot of people don't know how it is to be a young black male because if you grow up in the inner city, it's almost like a rite of passage to, to be able to hustle, to be able to sell, yeah. to be able to, it's, it's almost like you crossing over into manhood. Now give it, yeah. the truth is a lot of people don't stick with that life, but a lot of people do. You know, yeah, and don't be they they don't not not really allowed to progress past where they had started as a child or as a teenager because because they like they get locked into manhood with that lifestyle so much that it's it, it becomes part of their manhood and what they think you have to represent to be a man, you know, and uh, that's one thing we have to snatch back. I I love rap music. I report on rap music. I DJ rap music. But I do not agree with people thinking that that is the lifestyle of a black man, you know. And uh, yeah, and I don't want our youth to think that that's uh, this, this this is the route you have to take to become a man and to be considered a man so, in our culture, you know. Uh, so 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 what do you stand on, on on the on the on the situation of them? You know, clowning. How do you respond? Because I didn't get to see how he responded. So, in, in that aspect, how would you respond? How you know, knowing hey, what you, you know, know what? I would respond with. I'm glad you. We. I'm glad we just got through. We we parlayed that into this topic because I would respond with with pulling niggas' records. Like, bro, do you even got a high school diploma? You ain't yeah. qualified to talk to me. Yeah. Feel me? Yeah. I, I would've got on their ass. Yeah. Now I'm finna hurt your feelings with some truth. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? But then what if they say, nigga, I got the bag. I don't need a high school diploma. Hey, my bag big. If I'm Romeo, my bag bigger than yours. And, exactly. I, and, and I think that little nigga can fight. Yeah. I think, you know what I'm saying? He can hold his own in the ring. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like his mindset is stronger than theirs. But yet you you're 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 laughing at me. Yeah, I can beat your ass too. <laughs> <laughs> you, you feel me? So you know, I, I was I was trying to get your view on that because it's something that I I really felt but like I wanted to I touch hurt on. Them like you know, I was confused by, in the battle. I would have hurt them niggas' feelings by exposing and showing them how stupid it is to endorse being stupid. Like nigga, where your high school diploma at? Didn't you get fucked out your yeah. ass deal? That's because your ass could barely read. <laughs> That's because your ass don't go to school and learn nothing. I mean, that, yeah, I, I I agree with you, man. That's a great you got, way. You got you, you got signed to end up on on the record company, money. I agree, bro. That, that's a great way to cap back. Yeah, that's the a great reason way. Reason why you on growing up in, growing up hip hop is because you don't sell records. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I get it. this because me and my daddy and whoever else created this show. In this platform for you non-record selling ass niggas. Yeah. They own their shit. They have ownership. 
I'm pretty sure Romeo owns, you know, more shit than, than whatever, you know, the other guy was beefing about or, you know, whatever. I mean, it, ain't, it ain't even about owning the most shit, but is your shit profitable? I'm pretty sure them, yeah, they don't have to. That's why Romeo don't rap now. It's not necessary. He don't have to. Yeah. He's, he's probably got real profitable business. And I don't know the man pockets. But shit. Yeah, I don't know his pockets, but I'm pretty sure if you got if your daddy is Master P, which was the you know forefathers in, in the game of hip hop. Yeah, he, moving he forward, really, forward niggas the real hustle, blueprint sure how to go. He really the one. I'm sure you learned how to go blueprint get how to go big from the underground. Straight up, how to come from nothing. Yeah, so he I'm was the first sure one to get that type of money. Yeah, real shit. What no East Coast rappers getting it like he was getting it, and the only other record company that ever got money like him was Death Row, and that's because you know they had the greats over there. I mean, they had Pac, they had Snoop, they had Dre. I mean, you know, they yeah. those three people right there can account for more sales than half the game. But you know what I liked about Master P? He did it with family. He didn't reach out to other people. He did it with people close to him. He did Man, it with with people Master within P his circle. I his cousins. That nigga yeah, his brother, his cousins, you know what I'm saying? All of them was on the records. All of them was making money. All of them was eating at the same table. And it ain't P fought if they fucked up the bag. P kept his bag going. Yeah, you can't take care of you forever. You fucked your bag yeah. up. You didn't invest. You didn't. I suggest anybody... If you're in the streets having money, or if you in the in the, the blue collar world or the white collar world having money, buy your 18 wheeler. If you want to start looking towards financial freedom, that truck is always gonna make money. Right, right. I always right. have to move. So I mean, I especially say that to the rappers. You know, if you getting your invest your money in things that's gonna make money. Yeah, if y'all having money like that, start your trucking company. You ain't gotta drive the truck. Put a nigga in the in, in the front seat and let him handle the business. He make money. And it's gonna make you a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. And and, sure. and you set yourself up to where you can really rap what you want to rap and rap from your heart because you ain't gotta rap because you pay anyway. Yeah. You set yourself up for success. Yeah, and it's freedom. You gotta have the freedom to do what you want. A lot of these niggas yeah. rapping because that's they gotta rap. They don't, some of them don't yeah. even want to do it no more. They gotta do it. Yeah, they gotta do it because you tied into a contract because you didn't go to school. And not in <laughs> on facts. That's all facts. And you done created a lifestyle for yourself that you gotta maintain. Yeah, real shit. You can't go back. You gotta get out. <laughs> game you got to get out there and learn the game that's the objective bro yeah it's not necessarily just school it's, it's it's what do you get out of school what do you get out of it? you know what i'm saying and mind you i know what do you do? school systems are not the best they don't get everything they need but what you do get is it teaches you comprehension you know what i'm saying so you yeah. comprehend things that you might not understand or you might have an understanding of things that you didn't know you understood because you know what I'm saying? You never been put in that in that avenue or that in that space. Right. Yeah, one of my favorite classes growing up, and I and I and I as I'm older now, you know, um, I think about it. I, I used to love critical thinking. Yeah. When we're in English or reading, 
you know, because those are the same classes. They just switch the names for whatever reason. But uh, and as we're naturally critical thinkers, as men, we're naturally critical thinkers. So that's why not be, you know, a, a great tool in your box, man. I'll, but you don't know what to put in that space. Great tool. Yeah, man. Yeah. So yeah, man. We are encouraging all the young brothers who who listen to the podcast, man. Don't don't stop doing what you're doing, man. Go get your you in high school. Finish it out. You know, absolutely. And 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 if you don't want to go to college, go get a trade. That trade could start you your first business. You know, you you can create if you got a trade, you can create a business off of that trade, or you can go make a lot of money working for somebody. However, you want to do it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, saying to all the listeners, you know, don't give up. You know, stay stay focused. You know, drive into your dreams and your goals. You know, what I'm saying if you have a passion for something, definitely dive into that. You know, put all your efforts and emotions into that and don't let nothing deter you from it. Man, for real, 100 on that. Since we on some real shit this podcast, I mean, we going in for y'all this podcast. Man, I wanna I wanna get your opinion on your boy, Joe Biden. He talked to Charlemagne the God the other day. Shout out Charlemagne, that's good. A brother, that, that type of platform where a person running for president of the United States feel like he got to come talk to you so he can reach the black community. You know, he feel like you that type of reach. So shout out to Charlamagne for building up his his platform and his his voice to where people got to come. They got to come sit down with him. But uh, Joe Biden, right. Joe Biden uh, set up there on Charlamagne the God's uh, interview and said. It's between if you gotta if you gotta think about voting between me and Trump, then you not black. What you feel about it, that type of statement? What it's coming from? A, now let me give you context behind that before you give me an answer. This is yeah this yeah is yeah. Damn near an eighty year old white man who we really don't know his real feelings about black folk. He tried to play that card, but let me remind people, our listeners in you, if you forgot, he is part of the, the 92 93 crime bill that said that crack is worse than cocaine and it also guaranteed that anybody caught on felony charges would do 85% of their time before they would be eligible for parole. So, because before you used to be able to do 25 to 50% depending on your crime, which I think is, which was a way better system because if a person is rehabilitated in the first couple of years, you know, let that brother back out. Don't keep him in the in, in zoo to where he goes crazy now, was he in 10 part, years. Now, now, was he a part of the stop and frisk also? No, nah, he didn't have nothing to do with that. That was uh, the New York guy. Uh, he dropped out the race early. And uh, put his money behind Trump. That's the billionaire. Well, you know, with, with him, with him back in that back in the day, man, I, I definitely see where he could have, you know, had his his views fucked up. You know what I'm saying? I definitely see where he could have had his views fucked up because you know what I'm saying nowadays you can't you can't you know put those emphasis on on so much of the time now. You know what I'm saying? They want to give people prison sentences for, you know, for weed now. Now and it's legal. You know what I'm saying? So you can't really put the same emphasis on the laws that they had back then that they are now. Yeah. But when you champion for something, 
you know, uh, there's a reason. I mean, yeah, definitely, he was definitely lobbying for that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm pretty sure a lot of these, you know, white folks back in the day was lobbying against the weed. You know, they was the main reason they was the holding up the plate. But, you know, uh, eventually, eventually, you know what I'm saying, the voices of the people will be heard. And you don't have to, yeah, be, you know, get it with that's the program. What, what, that what do you feel about him making a statement like, if you got to think about if you got to vote for me or Trump, then you're not black. Well, or black. I feel like he he's trying to play off the Obama card, you know, which he was already going to play off that anyway, which was a good card to play. You know, why not? And I thought you that was I thought that was a bad statement. I think, I, I think, I, I think know, I, with that type of statement, I, it sounds like you were setting yourself up for failure. I feel like he put he playing the cards he got, bro. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't put past white people to play nothing but the cards they're dealt. I don't expect you to get outside your your range of you know your your society where you live, where you feel like everything is handed to you. You know. But but uh, but now I, I agree with you on that. But I don't think it was a proper statement for him to make while he runs the president. And neither is a lot of shit Trump say and do. But you know but, this is the world we live. Now, I, I agree with you on that. But Trump's base endorses that type of talk, that type of rhetoric. Yeah, yeah, yeah so it does. It helps and, 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 and help him and as you jump see, out there and he's just candid and he's talking just out the side of his neck. That shit helps him. But when a person yeah. like Joe Biden does it, and then you try to use the race card, you don't. I think Trump gonna use that in his campaign. I think he gonna play that snippet where he says that, and he gonna be telling black people as he campaigns, this is what he think of y'all. Absolutely. I, th I think that was too brash of a statement for a white man to make, for anyone to make publicly. If you think, if you think you, if, if you make a statement like that, telling black people that if you got to think about me or Trump, then you're not black. That's like, that's like, which we gonna have. To I feel like he's playing, he's playing the card, bro. He's a white man that feels like he can say and do what he wants. Plus, he's I'm glad the, uh, the vice president of uh, Obama. I'm glad. So he's playing. I'm the. I'm a friend. He's playing. He's playing. I'm the friend of a black, and I'm a white man. And I can say and do whatever I want to, cause I would, cause if any any real wouldn't say no stupid shit like that, that can be used against you, even if you think it was gonna help you. So you saying you inheriting the black vote, regardless? And if a nigga vote mean, for you, that's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. He's saying if you don't pick, if you don't side with me, you 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 ain't riding with Obama still. That's the card he's playing. That what you think? I don't think it got nothing to do with Obama. I think he meant what he said. I think he tried to play that 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 nigga shit that we were just talking about about how niggas be uh dropping out of school, you know, uh, selling dope, you know, getting into the life because they think this is a passage of manhood. And, and and when you in school, if you own anything else, especially in high school, it's like nigga, you ain't even black. And look at that nigga trying over there trying to be smart, going to class every day. You feel me? I don't know how to play that card. The card that we use against each other. 
Like you're not black enough, nigga. If you don't, if you don't, if you don't believe, that's why I say, man, it's the trillest podcast on the planet. Cause we gonna speak the real, man. We ain't gonna speak how you feel. We gonna speak the real, man. We come to yeah, you know, uh, straight up to elevate the culture and really speak for people who live the life and really been out here and really then uh then changed our lives. But also in the process of doing what we was doing, we was always thinking the way we was thinking, like this ain't it for us. You feel me? Yeah. But we we are people of the culture. Believe that, hundred percent. And we ain't gonna run it down to you, but definitely we can we can speak on this shit. You know. But uh, yeah, man. I felt like he was trying to use one of the cards that we use against each other. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 a lot of the peer pressure that get young black males to do the things that they do, because it's like that's what black people do, and they imprint that straight on your mind. You feel me? Straight up. And you think straight up? This is part of being black, roaming the streets, thugging. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, we get sucked into that, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like you know. I feel like that's the cards, you know what I'm saying? We feel like we're dealt, so we have to play those. I, but you don't know. To get away from if that nigga trying to be smart, he trying to be white. Like, nigga, ain't got to be smart and doing what the fuck you supposed to do, nigga, because you're going to figure out one day you're going to have to do that shit. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that. And why would somebody, why would anybody want everybody to be the same? You know what I'm saying? You should, you know, that's why I, I give props to, you know, so, to some of the older OGs that, you know, recognize that we don't want you to be out here with yeah, us. Yeah, man, real OG. We don't want to see you out here. Real. We want to see you going to school. We want to see you, you know, bettering yourself, man. A lot of, you know, they, they give, you know, discredit to, you know, gang members by saying they, they pulled a lot of young people in. When sometimes, you know, a lot of them lifted young people up and pushed them to, you know, be better, you know, young men into society. Yeah, fact though. That's you a fact. Don't, don't do what I do. Don't do, don't do what I do. Don't go around this, don't go down this path. Real talk, man. I, I didn't join no gang, but I had some OGs, man. And they gave me some real game, man. You feel me? And I always, you know what I mean, steered a nigga the right way. You know, I, I still did what I wanted to do and I had to learn myself, but Hey, I can tell you for real, man. I got some, some players that gave me game, man, about this shit. And I it's shit that I'm that I that I'm applying every day. Every day. Every day, man. You know what I'm saying? It's an everyday thing. For you know, my listeners and for you know, my young men out there that don't think that it's an everyday thing, it's really a marathon. You know, to quote, you know, the late great Nipsey. It's a real life marathon. It's something that you train for. Life is something that you get up and you prepare for every day, for the next day, for the following week, for the for the next year. Real though. And shit, man, if you play like these motherfuckers who be playing for real, you plot for 10 years. Yeah, you know, you think long term, you know, think long term. You know, a lot of us grew up in, you know, young men grew up in the inner city. We, we feel like life is so short everything you know we're thinking in a, in a short span when we need to be thinking long term you know some of some young men grow up thinking you know i won't live past 16 17 18. don't listen to so, white folk young nigga you don't listen yeah so their vision is, is, is small you know they they don't see themselves making it past 21. so you know the aspect to be something greater than 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 what they are is limited 
real. Yeah, we came to bring y'all the real, man. This episode, man, y'all know y'all getting it live, man. Give them that game, Cuddo. Already, man, you know what I'm saying? It's, this is the life we living, bro. I feel like we all accountable for our own actions. You know what I'm saying? We we need to be more self-aware as people. You know what I'm saying? It's not just about you. It's about your, your, how you affect the next person. Your kids, your mama, you know, your daddy. You know what I'm saying? Those people that came before you, they affected you in a way that put you on this path. So you gotta you gotta set out you know your path like a movie. You want it to be a great story. You want it to be a great. One. You want it to be you know what I'm saying something impactful. That's all facts, cuz. That's all facts. Yeah, man, we appreciate that word, man. These folks need that, man. These young niggas need that motivation. You know what I'm saying? That's what we need out here, man. We gonna get back into it though, man. Attention, anybody listening, y'all tell y'all family and friends, we are full in Houston. Today, they study came out that said, according to the U.S. Census Bureau, I know y'all know they just did that census and shit. You know, y'all sent y'all shit in. Y'all want your taxes and shit. You want your stimulus. But they say, according to the Census Bureau, 256 to 275 people are moving to Houston, Texas every single day. Man, it's, it's the it's the. I feel like from these bigger cities, that dollar ass home. Yeah, I feel like these people from these bigger cities and these outer areas are starting to move. You know, what I'm saying closer in. You know, what I'm saying we're, we're starting to get more populated somehow. Even though we're losing people in mass deaths, we're we're still somehow being populated. I just heard today that uh, Oklahoma City is now the 25th city, you know, in the, in the nation uh, in, in, on large scale, you know? Yeah, that motherfucker is Yeah, we're growing. We're right 25th now. And I'm like, you know, like, just we, for we, long, we, you know, three, though. I was like, yeah, we, we, know, we, we like two, three. We like, we bouncing back to two, three. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, okay, it, it's, it's definitely a rise. But three's it's a show. Yeah, man, I, hey, man message to the people man hey we full here we don't need no more out of towners y'all can stay home come visit spend y'all bread here but man please stay y'all at home we already got our traffic already bad you hear me i live in the suburbs and it still take me it take me still a long ass time to get to the crib man every day man it's enough people here we done we full man yeah for all my texas listeners man if y'all want to make y'all way to oklahoma best believe you more than welcome here man you know what i'm saying get residential you know what i'm saying get stated in as, as official you know what i'm saying oklahoma and definitely tune in and get your, your patient car we have that on deck you know and, and uh at the moment you know we have a, a delivery liquor service so you don't even have to leave the house you can definitely get your henny bottle while you hey. sit there playing with hey. your homies. Hey. Mr. Lyons, man, he on his campaign, man. He campaigning for the state, man. You gonna, you gonna run for office, man? We need guys to run for man, office. Man, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm always just trying to connect with my people, man. That's what I do, you know what I'm saying? As as Mr. Lounge, I'm always trying to entertain and keep my people tuned in to what's real and and and, 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 and have a good time. And, and I'm definitely open and welcome to, you know, all my people to come in and coming together. So uh, yeah, definitely my out-of-towners and, you know, all the surrounding areas, you know, definitely come to Oklahoma if not just to stay to visit you know 
take in some of the culture. That's best believe we have some beautiful things here. And uh, you know, our, our, our cannabis is, is ranking one of the top three or four in, in the next right now. I think we're right behind Colorado. It's been going for, you know, decades, so almost. And, and uh yeah, I, I I I'm a big advocate for Oklahoma. Definitely. Yes, sir. Yeah, shout out to Oklahoma. Dugtown, OKC. Yeah, man, all that. Uh, yeah, man, for real, they 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 support the, the state, the city. They a lot of a lot of, a lot of Houston cats uh, made a lot of money because of Oklahoma. Yeah, man, we definitely we definitely support the music. You know what I'm saying? You know, with Texas not being you know so far away, then the culture kind of bleeds up this way, and we definitely embrace it. You know what I'm saying? I was listening to screwed up music as a young man, and you know I, I got turned on to Zero and and you know Slim Thug and Look Kiki at an early age, and I was a fan, even though you know I, I grew up in Oklahoma, and, and we didn't really have that type of music, you know, coming out of Oklahoma. So you know I gravitated to you know more that style because I had a lot of family members coming out of Texas, and you know that's pretty much you know a lot of stuff that I was getting my ear tuned to and I definitely yeah I, I, I'm a fan of Texas music and yeah best believe you know we welcome Texas people yeah man for sure that yeah you know we gonna always take trips man so uh this week you know we had uh one of the legends birthday so we're gonna just speak on some uh memories you know a uh, big uh birthday passed this week so, uh, all right, big, you know, show that. And, uh, man, uh, speak on some of your memories with, uh, his music, you know, growing man. up. You, I'm gonna tell you, you know, man, I'm you, you was there I'm when it was actually happening. And, uh, I'm gonna tell you, when man, the coming out. in the early 90s, in the early 90s, bro, that's, that's really when I did most of my living, you know what I'm saying? Between, you know, 90, 91 and, and 96, between when we lost those two great, you know, soldiers in the rap game. Uh, that music, he really impacted my life to the point where I woke up to the Bone and Biggie joint, you know what I'm saying, on my alarm clock getting ready for school every morning. That was that was, that was was my alarm clock. That's Man, what I woke up to. Some days where a nigga had the alarm clock with the music jump out. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's a throwback joint, you know, for my listeners that you know that ain't, you know, y'all got your cell phone. Back then, we had alarm clocks, you know what I'm saying, with the CD players, and, and you can set it to whatever track you wanted to play when you get up, and, and I would have that phone and beat come on, and it would get me motivated to get up out of bed and, and let's get moving. And, and, and when he would, when Biggie would come on with his verse, I would definitely get in my, you know what I'm saying, I gotta, I gotta yeah. make shit happen today. Um, dangerous. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta make it happen today. Straight up, I gotta prepare for the day. So yeah, he, he, it was definitely one of those. He was definitely one of those people that you know kept me on my toes and kept me tuned in to what was going on around me. Yeah, man. Yeah, Biggie was definitely uh, a, a factor, man, and a, a legend. You know, for real. You know, even though he his his time in the rap game was kind of short. You know, we only got two real albums from him. But the second one was a double disc. But uh, man, the Biggie. life out of death was definitely it was definitely impactful. You know what I'm saying? It, it hit the community like you know what I'm saying a sludgehammer. 
yeah. it definitely everybody and woke everybody up to you know what i'm saying the east coast and, and really got us tuned in around the world to you know that 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 style of rap yeah bro had that flow man he had that flow big had that flow like that that's that like I, I call it an international flow i think jay-z yeah. developed it he developed it later on after Biggie passed. He kind of yeah. understood that you had yeah, to have I a feel flow. Like you could take that flow anywhere in the world and it's going to pass. Yeah, you know, with, people gonna yeah. with it. Yeah. He know how to rock with you, you know what I'm saying? So that's a different type of vibe, you know. That, that's not too many people in the rap game that can just really make you rock. You yeah. Know? And, and, not, and he was one and of those. If we didn't know he was from New York, we could have been from anywhere. That's how yeah, it's cold. It wasn't just straight New York flow, you know what I mean? Shit like that. And it wasn't it wasn't just southern, but it had that bounce to it. Yeah, know? yeah, that's why he, he can he can make you he can make you move, you know what I'm saying, with his lyrics. And and I feel like that's what, you know, Puff realized, you know what I'm saying, when he when he picked him as an artist, that you know what I'm saying, you have this talent to make people move. Now if I put you some great beats behind it, we, we got a powerful movement. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So shout out big RP. You know. Doing love to the greats. Definitely, definitely, man. We we lost one. You know. There will never be another one like it, but you know what I'm saying? As long as we have his memories, we we can strive for greatness. You know what I'm saying? I feel like sometimes we have to lose people to understand the, the impactfulness of, of their life. Real talk, real talk. And shit, I also understand how we got to move better. Yeah. You but know? I feel like we shouldn't have to lose people to understand it. You know, we should be able to just pick it up and run with it. But sometimes we, you know, as people, we, 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 we're so stuck in the, the now and the motions, we don't understand what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Until it's all done. So, uh, man, we uh, before we end this, man, this topic just came up today. The artist named Doja Cat. I'm pretty sure you don't know who she is, because I don't know who this bitch is either. No, I'm not too familiar. But uh, she's a, I think she's biracial. She looks biracial, or she might just be very light-skinned black person. But she was exposed today. She'd be on these private chats with these white supremacist people talking down on black people and uh, all type of stuff. But she has a rap career. But she'd be in these private chats with these white supremacists, you know, and somebody exposed her, somebody, uh, you know, of course, in the age we live in, there's somebody that's screen recording. And there's somebody watching. We live in the age of technology. Which yeah. means somebody always watching. And they have the it's easy. It's easy because you have an app. You, they have the ability to, to screen record at the drop of a nine. Yeah. That's that's the age we live in, bro. You're either being tracked, watched, you know, your data is being, you know, stored or something. You you know what I'm saying? You're being somehow monitored. Yeah. This is the age we live in. So you got to be mindful of what you're doing and what you say and what you put out there because it's all being stored somewhere or, or being caught on camera or being the, the data is being, you know, took in. 
Yeah. So she was exposed today, and they talking about the music game need to cancel her because, uh, you know, she was exposed. She's a black person, but she was speaking racist against black people. So basically, she's a black person that don't like black people. But she chooses to make money off of the culture secretly. What you think about that, man? Uh, shoot, man. Oh no, man. I feel like, you know, everybody should have their own voice and opinion. I feel like, you know, we live in a world where freedom of speech is allowed, so. Yeah, that's why I want to know your opinion on this shit. Yeah, you know, I feel like, you know, she can say what she wants to as long as it don't. Who are you affecting? You know what I'm saying? Are you hurting anyone? Uh, are, are you directing it towards someone to be to be hurtful? Or, or are you being some type of way where you're trying to be manipulative in the game or you're trying to play sides? Or, but would you, you know, would you, would you support her music after knowing her standpoint? Yeah, what are your motives? You know what I'm saying? No, I'm saying, uh, you, you as a person, you as a black male, would you support her, her music after knowing her standpoint on black people and how she feels about them? Probably not. Probably not, <laughs> but you know, probably Man, not. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not supporting that shit. But you know what I'm saying. But you know what I'm saying. I, I, I agree with her freedom of speech, and she should be able to say what yeah, she wants. You can say and what you want and believe what you want, but I'm not. Yeah, and, I have, and, I have, and I have the freedom not to listen to a, a play your shit or or bash you. Yeah, you know, I, I, I got the freedom to bash that shit too. I got if you put it out there, I got the freedom to talk about it. Yeah, you know, that, that's my that's my choice and that's yours too. Yeah. And I'm I'm you know, I'm on that type of time. Shit, hey. You put that shit out there in this type of time, yeah, yeah, we on that. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna speak for the for the for the voices or the ones who don't know how to do it. You know what I mean? Or might be scared to do it. And fuck that. Bitch, we not rocking with you. That's a fact. Yeah, I agree. Bro. I definitely agree with you. Well, you. I mean, you got all these, these, all these, all disrespectful remarks about black people. Then she on the same app, that or little, little, little private little conversation, but they all be screen recording. She on the same joint, man, and like she like teasing herself for these, for these guys, you know. And it's like, if that's what you own. You know what I mean. mean? So I same way about uh, I don't know if you had heard you know, back in the gap. That, uh, what's what's the little fine chick name from Clueless? It looked like she wanted to be on Ghetto Gaggers. It look look like me. What what, that, what was her name? Damn, oh yeah, 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 yeah. She she another one. Uh, yeah, man, that's a bad bitch, man. God damn, can't even think of her name. Stacy Dash. Stacy Dash, man. Yeah. She was one of those, you know what I'm saying? She was against the team. Yeah, she's she still against the team. Nigga. Yeah, she against the team. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? I don't, I, her cousin, I, 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 her cousin is Damon Dash. Nigga, they yeah. Have yeah, but I'm not gonna let you. I'm not gonna let you. You know what I'm saying? Just because of your cuteness, be disrespectful against the team. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. I can't. You're wrong. You're wrong. When that's you're wrong, why. That's, that's why she ain't. That's why you don't see her in no movies. Yeah, and, and yeah, and we have the freedom to bash a whole bunch of movies, but she she jumped out there. Now the white nigga like I can't even sell you because if your own people don't fuck with you, it's hard to sell you. Yeah, we have the freedom to bash your shit. So you know, it's what you put out there. 
And you know what I'm saying? I, I, you know, she's a beautiful young lady and all that. But you know, I just don't agree with her, what your views are as, as a black woman. Well, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you still get knocked down, but uh, yeah, I'm moving on. <laughs> Straight up. You get knocked down, but I'm moving on. Can't rock with you. You, you, y'all, y'all been in, y'all been in the lounge, man, and this shit has been real. Pay like your way podcast. We out already. Stay tuned. Everybody chase your dreams. <laughs>